hidden behind closed doors. This is Beard and Beans. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael. Jason, what are we talking about today? Today is a special episode. It's that time of year, and we are going to talk about possession movies. <laughs> Some of my favorites. I mean, seriously, they are. Michael, what are we drinking today? Cheers, buddy. Cheers. We are doing, oh, smell that, Wild Barrel. Their Vice series. This is the Black Current. Delicious. The Vice series is, it's their Berliner Vices, and they do a whole series of them. They use different fruits. This one has black currant. Uh, we, I don't know if you remember, we went to San Marcos and hit a few breweries. Wild Barrel is one of them. They're really into it. Very cool spot. If you're ever looking for like an overnight getaway, like this is a place to go. Really, really wonderful. And they had all the different vice, like tons of different vice series um, beers on tap. And they had the one I'd never had it. It's the vice. It's just the Berliner vice without any additives. Is Berliner Weisses are light, tart beers, very low ABV. These usually fall on that, like this is five six. Yeah. It's right in there, so it's not too much. Yeah, you getting that? The oh, fr- just like black currant, like you wouldn't believe. Just punches you right and in the face in the most lovely way. And it's like a na- like this tastes like wild black currant. Like you just pull these off and you're you're chopping them. This is this smells heavenly. It's tart, but not over it doesn't hurt it just waters the mouth a little bit it's smooth you could drink a few of these yeah i could see you know i'm gonna throw this out there pulled pork yeah i i could i could do like a nice pulled pork sandwich but it's it's great i love it and wild barrel thank you uh do some more they they sponsored one other episode off the top of my head yeah. can't remember <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of what happens, kids. When, when, kids, when, when it, say no. <laughs> when, when, when a chunk of your life revolves around going to breweries. And <laughs> no, but thank you. This is, this is delicious. It is. I'm loving this. So possession. This We do the special episodes every now and then. This was, you, you, I remember you saying this. And first, demonic. We had a yeah. thing. It was demonic possession. Yes. And I started, I was watching stuff and I realized, a lot of possession movies, it's not specifically demonic. You're being possessed by uh, uh, someone who's dead, like an yeah. evil person, yeah. like Witchboard. Yeah. That's the one I always e- go to. Evil speak. Yes, yes. Um, Killer Party, which is Killer one you, you, I don't know if you ever watched that. Oh, I watched clips after you mentioned because Killer Party is possessed by what is his name? Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, that was one from my youth. And, and I'll tell you, hey, hey, full disclosure, there's no spoiler alert needed. Yeah. But full disclosure, I didn't have to watch a whole lot. I was so into these types of movies when I was a kid. And I don't know if it was, um, you know, being raised Catholic or what, but like possession movies. From the moment I saw The Exorcist, and I read the book when I was in grade school, I read The Exorcist and I took it to school and my friends, I'd be like, oh, my God, the really graphic passages. It got to the point they actually told me, take that book home and don't bring it back. So again, Catholic school is a bunch, bunch of nuns not wanting me bringing the exorcist in a sixth or seventh grade. <laughs> Pulling it off the old bookshelf going, oh, I'm going to read this. That was, it was fascinating to me when I, when I would hear about young adult. Yeah. 
young adult when I was an adult. I hear I'm like young adult. That was like Stephen King. Exactly. But like when I was growing up, I didn't even we we weren't getting like young adult books. We just read what it was ever whatever exactly. was around. There it was, was no category YA. No, it was like, <laughs> we were just like reading Pet Cemetery in like sixth grade. If there was a category, it was very small, and it was like. Um, S.E. Hinton, who wrote The Outsiders. Yes. And then um, Roger Cormier, who wrote, like, um, uh, The Chocolate War. But even those books, when you read them, they're harsh. They're not, yeah. like, I think you would tame them down for, like, young kids nowadays. Yeah, it's really it's, funny. It's funny you said you're reading that book. I was reading in seventh grade what was being passed around was Night Shift by Stephen King. Ah. <laughs> With the with the hand with the eyes on it with the I am the, the doorway. Yes. Yeah, that that was like there's some the one that always got me is graveyard shift because I have yeah. a beef with rats. <laughs> I don't care if a snake crawls in here. I don't care if there's a spider. I they don't but rat. If a rat. rat came in here, I'd burn this whole place to the ground. <laughs> I do not like rats, but that one bugged me. But yeah, I am the door. Yeah, night shift was like, there's some great yeah. stuff in there. So you're being um, the Exorcist by was it William Peter. Well, Blatt, Blatt, how do you say that last Blatty. Name? Blatty. Yeah. And then um, the the director was... Um, William Friedkin. Who just uh, recently... Um, he recently know. died. Yeah. yeah. And he, I mean, he's fascinating. We that, just, actually speaking of uh, complete aside, <laughs> we saw Sorcerer, his oh, 1977 R- picture. Rob Schneider. Well, no. R- Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there, there's a meme in there somewhere. The, the <laughs> Jaws Schneider. guy. The Jaws guy. Yeah, yeah we saw it. it was shown at the Arrow. Nice. Yeah, after he died, they started putting these up. I did not go. I, I, I missed To Live and Die in L.A., but I saw Sorcerer. I'd never seen it on the big screen. And I said to Jane, I'm like, I'm buying these tickets. You want one? She's like, yeah. So we went and saw Sorcerer nice. down at the Arrow Theater in, in uh, Santa Monica. That's a great theater. It's really fun. And they do stuff like that. I'm always checking. I'm on their email yep. list now. So I'm always checking to see what, what they're going to be showing. So, um, but yeah, he did it. And it's, I, I watch again recently. I've seen that. I, I own one of the ones that I own the exorcist, the special. Did you, own, do you own the one with the, 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 they added the scenes, like the ones that they couldn't add. I'm trying to like think her of the crawling down the stairs, back upside down. Cause backwards. there's one that there's one that I have. And then there's, I, it's one of the things where I have two versions and they're one that was my mom's that I have. And okay. Like that. It's both, so, it's a fantastic, yeah, it is. It's amazing. And it's Mac, scary. It's that movie still scares the hell out of me when I watch it. It's, I was watching it. Honestly, I had it on last yeah. night and Jane's, I said, yeah, I got every time I, I go, Hey, yeah, no, no, yeah. she will not watch that movie. There is something about our generation because it, it is one of the movies recently you know, we're in that season. My girls are, you know, teenagers, and they wanted to watch some scary movies. And we we kind of put a list. And first of all, the list had to be PG thirteen. Okay. Um, but we mentioned The Exorcist, and Jen's like the scariest movie ever. If the girls can't watch it, but then we the other movies were like The Gremlins, scary movie. Jason, like you shouldn't watch. Let the girls wait, watch. Wait, what? It. What? <laughs> and the girls watched it, and they're like chaotic, you know, crazy mayhem movie. But not scary. So, like Jen's scare threshold, and we'll get to one of the movies on this list. To this day, it's one of the reasons why my wife won't go and see horror movies anymore. Freaked her out. And it's one that we saw right before we had, maybe right before we had kids. And she's just like scared to death. It's the same thing. She grew up in a very like Presbyterian congregational and like the devil. Was out to get you, and it was everywhere, and it could possess you. So, 
<laughs> it's a terrifying thing. Yeah. And it's a loss of control. It's yeah. all that just evil that comes into your world and you can't control things. It's, it's unpleasant. It's fascinating because when we were kids, we would like goof around with Ouija boards yeah. and, and we were always like reading about it and going there. But it, it was like, it was scary, but it was one of those things you just had to be a yeah. Yeah, try. I, I had no more of <laughs> yeah. that. I kind of want to like peek in the door yeah. and be like, there it is. It's right there. I just don't want it to come get me, you know? And I, you always feel like, you know, ah, when some demon tried to get into yeah. me, I'd, I'd be like, get out of here, demon. Take, you can't take me. I turned it, into a white trash redneck. For it is one of these genres of horror movies that, as you point out, it's really The Exorcist and then moving forward. There was a couple movies beforehand, and we even covered one, the, the Haunted Palace, where you had a possession. It was like that. His ancestor yeah, was. Kerwin. Yeah. Came back through a painting. And then there was Mario Bava's Black Sunday. Yeah. About a. Uh, Barbara, it was Barbara, Barbara Steele. Steel? Yeah. yeah a right. witch. Yeah. You know. Um, but, I mean, it's really. And, and it's it's interesting. We did our zombie. Yeah. And it's you have Night of the Living Dead on, and it's in that same. That's 68. Yeah. And then The Exorcist is 73. Yes. So and just in that you know few years, and I think part of it was that loosening, the Hayes Code was going away. They're allowing violence and, you know, they're letting you be more extreme, more real with movies. I do think that's part of it where they're allowing this. And that's why these like zombie and those possession yeah. movies, sort of that's where their springboard is. Maybe. That's just my take. Yeah, and there's probably some societal pressures that also made those movies like really pop because The Exorcist is a movie that you can mention to a lot of people our age group, you know, plus or minus like ten years on both sides, and they'll say like that movie terrified me. Yeah, and, and, and they're like they're no no bones about it, like scary movie ever seen. <laughs> Funny thing, a friend of a Jay and Jane brought this up. We had we had a friend, and she said, and she was in our age group. And Jane said her thing, she always said, movie didn't do it for me. The doctor was smoking. That's, it can't, <laughs> like for some reason she didn't find it scary or anything because she's, the doctor's smoking in the office. <laughs> I was like, wait, that, that was a, go back. That's what they did. When my mom, I think was smoking when she was pregnant with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was accepted. You go on the doctor and you like, Hey, how's the baby doing? They yeah. all crack a smoke and go, you get a Exercise heater. for the lungs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get a heater going and you just, <laughs> well, one of our, my guilty pleasures that I put on the list, I didn't rewatch it because I've actually watched it recently was in the 80s, there was it was the prof, was it Pat Proft and the Zucker brothers? They made a lot of, uh, you know, from Airplane onwards, they made a lot of. Oh, I know. <laughs> there was a movie with Leslie Nielsen and Linda Blair yeah. <laughs> called Repossessed. I took a friend on his birthday <laughs> to see that movie in the theater. And to this day, every couple of years on his birthday, it's like, know what we're going to do? We're going to watch Repossessed. <laughs> It doesn't stand up because last year we watched her first birthday. I've never actually seen it. I've never. <laughs> Bill s- Pullman's in it. You know, it, it has a it has a decent cast. I know, I know, and I would James always Wood. <laughs> I, the thing with that movie, is I would always kind of see it, and then it would make me angry because I go, "What? You know, you're making fun, <laughs> yes, of a movie, and, and it's not just that it's scary; it's a wonderfully done movie. Yes. It's a per, it's 
acted. I mean, I do believe it was nominated for Best Picture. It was nominated for several awards. Ellen Burstyn was nominated. She's fantastic. Jason Miller. Max von Sydow, who oh, was yeah. in his like early 40s at the time. He looked 70. <laughs> like Max von Sydow, I, I believe, was when he was born, he yeah. was 50. <laughs> what was the Bergman movie he made? Was it The, the Seventh Seal? Or? Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. yeah, he looked old in that movie. He was. He was and, like 20. And he was 20. But yeah, in the, in the time, I remember just, we were always like, wait, that guy's still alive? He was like 70 when he was in The Exorcist, but he's fantastic. Lee J. Cobb. Like, I, again, watch it. I just marvel at just how wonderful Lee J. Cobb is in that movie. But it did, that movie, I there were two, um, one that I watched, Beyond the Door, mm-hmm. that was, I think, because, of course, when something is so huge, yeah. you're going to have- Immediately copies- Rip copy. off, rip the, off, rip off. The finest off. form of flattery is to copy. Exactly. And beyond the door, they were actually sued by Warner Brothers. Yeah. There were two movies I found. Abby, which was kind of a black exploitation. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mentioned Abby because of the demon uh, issue. Yes. Know, right and, after Exorcist. And they were sued. Yep. Those two movies. Beyond the door of all the Exorcist ripoff type movies, still I think is pretty cool. Juliet, Juliet Mills. Is that the one at the end? Where it looks like the demon is now in the boy. The, the little boy. With They're the on the ferry. Yeah, and, okay. and, and he's the kid is carrying around a present the entire yeah. movie. And at the end of the movie, he opens the present and it's this red car that Dimitri. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're because pretty, they're pretty a, bad. Because Dimit- this also has a Satanist plot to it. Yes. Yeah, with Dimitri, yeah. And Dim- Dimit- well, and Dimitri, <laughs> he was in, he was like an, an, an alchemy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But also the priest is Dimitri yeah. in The Exorcist, Jason Miller. <laughs> no, it, it, but there were so many that, that just ripped it off. But we were talking about one of the things I, I find interesting is the idea where zombie movies and slasher movies, they have their time and they kind of go out of, out of style. They have the peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. But the possession movies never have like the peak or the valley. You know, because when you look at zombie movies, they were huge. The 70s had them. Then it went to slashers. You're getting, when you look at, when I was watching movies, the movies that I watched, you find possession movies through all of the peaks of other ones. I mean, you think about the early 80s, that's slasher. That is, there are no zombie movies. It's slasher central. And what do you have? The Evil Dead. Which is one of the great. That's another one. That movie still creeps me yep. out, and I and I think it's just because of being kind of growing up, kind of a country boy and loving the outdoors. Anytime the outdoors is kind of involved, it freaks me out a little bit because I, you know, if you've ever been lost in the woods, you kind of, you know, you, it, I think it gets to you a little more. So, Natorum de, Demento. <laughs> no, I would say you're right. The Evil Dead, Evil Dead One. Evil Dead 2, which was just Evil Dead 1 done over again. I know. And, and he, you know what? I can all, it's one of those things. I can always tell which one you saw first by which one you like better. Yeah. Because if you tell me Evil Dead 2 is better, I go, that's the first one you saw, yeah. right? Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, because the first one is much scarier to me. Yeah. I love what they did. I'm with no budget. So creative. So interesting. Go out and, and read... Uh, Tales from the Chin. Bruce Bruce Campbell's, Campbell's his bio. Chin, if chins could kill or yeah, exactly. something. Yes, we actually what we did. They did this thing. Jane and I bought tickets, and you would watch 
we watched online. Mm-hmm. I think we told you about it. I think you did. And what you would do was you could watch it with Bruce Campbell. You watch The <laughs> Evil Dead, and he would sit there, and he would have a scroll, and yeah. he would like pick questions yeah. and sometimes would answer questions and kind of talk to you as you're doing it, like a live commentary. It was super fun. It was great because he, he goes, you know, hey, you can ask me. He's a total classic Bruce Campbell. Yeah. You can ask me a question. And he's like, it was a good question. I said, if it's a jerk question, <laughs> probably won't answer yeah. it. <laughs> so, but that was super fun. We did the first two Evil Deads. Nice. Where, yeah, we bought tickets. And it was just, we sat there, just yeah. had popcorn and just Bruce Campbell would talk about, oh, this is where they, they shoved my head underwater. Here, <laughs> Sam really liked doing that. Really liked just throwing cold water on me when it was freezing out. It's not very nice. <laughs> oh, this guy like cut himself really bad. <laughs> this guy in the cruise. <laughs> It was so fun. And so during the 80s, you know, it was the rise of slashers, like you were saying, and also the rise of ninja movies. And so I had to put on our list. (laughs) Which one? Oh. Ninja 3. Yes. The Domination. (laughs) When the ninja. Possessed by an evil ninja. Yes, the the young lady, right? Cheers to that, Ninja 3. (laughs) Because Because the slasher movies, like you mentioned Killer Party, the one slasher movie that I remember from that time that involved po- evil possession. I mean, there's a couple, but there's one where it was clearly a slasher movie, and they're like, we're going to put like possession in this, was Slaughterhouse Rock. And I remember it because Tony Basil <laughs> <laughs> stars in Slaughterhouse Rock. <laughs> and it has that, that VHS screen where it looks like the guy's a vampire and you have Alcatraz in the background. Yeah. And then they just shot it here in Los Angeles with Tony Basil. <laughs> but she is a evil ghost from Alcatraz. Killer possesses Tony Basil at one point. Yeah. Well, we've mentioned a couple times. Yeah. Killer Party. It was one yeah. my brother and I watched in the in the mid-80s. And it was, it was pretty cool. And I'm always in the back of my head. I was I went, oh, that's a cool movie. I, I want to go back to that. Super hard to find. I did find it on the Internet Archive, but it's Italian. No subtitles <laughs> or anything. It's just dubbed in Italian. For whatever reason, it's super hard to find. You had to rent it on Amazon, and I said, well, I'm going to rent it. I watched it, and it does. It goes as a typical slasher. You know, you have the sororities, and, you know, young ladies, yeah. Pledging a sorority. Pledging a sorority, doing One of them is like, and- su- and the one with glasses, who's supposed to be like the yeah. unattractive one. She's really cute though. You know, she's got this skill where she can make like all these different contraptions that, you know, will look like, ooh, yeah. they think someone's dead and yeah. blah, blah. So they're going to have in an abandoned house that Alan, yeah. <laughs> it's been abandoned since Alan. Yeah. Like there'd be nothing <laughs> lamer than it. you're being beset by some horrible demonic presence. And it goes, Oh, who's, who's doing it? Who's doing this? Alan. <laughs> but it does. It's they're having a party and people are being killed left and right. And it's, so it's a slasher. You're thinking typical slasher. Then like the last 20 minutes, it goes total evil dead yeah. where the one young lady, she's completely possessed. And then it ends in a very different, very odd way where there's no final girl They she dies and her friend kills her. And then her friend is possessed. So it's, yeah, it's a pretty dark ending. It's a cool movie. There's some great cinematography. I always remember like she's crawling up a wall and it's, it, and the cinematographer can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, he was known for some other things. It's a cool movie. It is one that I would love to do sometime. 
It's just a matter of, you know, finding, do I want to, yeah, rent it, you know, I'll rent it again. I told Jane, you might want to watch this. It's kind of fun. Um, but that's a cool movie. If you ever come across it, killer party, killer party, it, it, there's not a lot of nudity, which I think maybe was one of its, you know, big failures was, you know, beautiful women, not a single boob scene. (laughs) What the hell? What are you doing? But, But yeah, it just kind of slipped through the cracks, but it's, it's actually pretty cool. And it blends the two. And then were we talking recently about Evil Speak? Like Clint, yeah. Clint Howard's 1982 foray into possession movies. You, you can watch the one version <laughs> yeah. or you can watch the one with all this where he's like the heads are exploding yeah. basically. Because he's possessed by a Spaniard 16th century father, like what is his name? I wrote it down. Lorenzo Esteban, who is, was a Satanist. So he well, was he's a, actually Richard yeah. Mole, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Richard Mole shows up in a lot of movies. He does. <laughs> Metal Actually, Storm. <laughs> I, I didn't remember him being in it. And when I went back to rewatch it, I was sitting there and I went, God, that looks like Richard Mole. And of course, you know, I have to go check. And I, and yeah. I go, oh, it is Richard Mole. <laughs> That's a, I, I don't know. I enjoyed that. Like revisiting that yeah. movie was kind of fun. And also that early, it's early computers. So, of course, you're going to laugh. If you yeah. go back and watch it, yeah. you go, oh, my God, computers. But it's like early 80s. And they were like melding that. It was like, hey, war games. We can take war games and like put that together with. Dynamic possession. Because it's, and it's awful. Yeah. It's like horrible. People are horrible in that movie. Yeah. They're a lot, I mean, it's like, it's a bowling movie. It's beyond. Yeah. It's like, like beyond cruel. He's at a, mil- honestly, I have to admit this. So, um, Mission Santa Barbara. Okay. Right next to the Mission Santa Barbara sits the academy that they filmed this at. Okay. And I was trying to say, it's like, can I walk? And they're like, you can't go on. To, it's a private, you know, school. So you can't go there. <laughs> Write them and ask for an invitation. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, my favorite movie, Evil Speak, was filmed there. Like, how can you, you know, make a call to Clint Howard? <laughs> what is it, E.G. Marshall? Was that? Yeah. <laughs> I think, right? Yeah. Do I have to look, look, that, look up? that up? Okay. I mean, he's great as the drunk, like, caretaker. I don't know what his yeah. deal is. He's just down there. And I'll tell you, it has, if we have to edit this yeah. out, that's fine. But he, at one point, he's all drunk and he grabs Clint Howard and he goes, ah, little boys, I'll show you how I turn little boys into little girls. I think you're right. Whoa. It is, it is like these early 80s movies, you get a sense that. There was an immense amount of bullying going on. Yeah, but he's like, basically, I'm, I'm going to go deliverance on you. Exactly. This is what's going to happen in the next couple minutes. The movie was clearly an anti-military school movie. Uh, <laughs> sorry. RG. RG, RG uh, Armstrong. So, yeah, RG Armstrong as the drunk caretaker guy who's just, yeah. And that, that kind of, like, later on, that idea of computers... And possession shows up in a couple other movies where there was um Ghost in the Machine, where it's a it's almost like you got to a point where you had movies like Shocker, which it, you know, but this is one he is electrocuted and then he goes into computers and possesses them. He's a serial killer and he starts killing people through machines. And what was the one with uh Brian James or Brian? There was sh- there the was- horror show. Yeah, which is all basically it was shocker, like all over again. <laughs> You're but, right. <laughs> but was it before shocker or after shocker? They all had it because B- shocker had Mitch, had Mitch Pelagi yeah. from X Files, which I always remember. Yeah. I saw that in the theater. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I probably saw that. Yeah, too. and it had um, Megadeth did No More yeah. Mr. Nice. Yeah, Guy. exactly. <laughs> 
I mean, come on, you know, it's like when you're a teenager and you're just like, ah, it was Wes Craven. Yeah. But I remember like seeing that in the theater and going, ah, this isn't his. Yeah. Uh, this, this isn't one of his. Yeah, I was hoping best. this was Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. But, oh, great. And then I was, I was trying to go back and say, okay, these are some movies that I, I hadn't heard of or seen of. And I found one. Um, did not watch the whole thing, but it was interesting bona fides. Because at the same time, where when you're talking about, like you have this exorcist where it's really the church is trying to deal with this dynamic possession. And of course, we had the great satanic panic at this time where parents are like, oh, it's like it's happening right and left. And there's a movie, it's a made for TV movie, but you could still find it. It was, it's called The Demon Murder Case. And the be- it was 83, and the best part is that it's a demonic, it's a de- demonic possession movie, um, but it's from like Kevin Bacon plays a young man who gets possessed by a demon, and then the other character actors in this movie, and they're trying to treat it like a real like, like like almost like oh you know this is what happens when someone gets possessed, but you have like Andy Griffin, Cloris Leachman. Eddie Albert. <laughs> so that was totally made for TV. That, okay, that's one of those. <laughs> but okay. I was like, what have I not seen when I started making this list? <laughs> Are you ever looking for a movie yeah. and, and you just see the cast yeah. and you go, oh, that's a made for TV movie. Yeah. Like you just need exactly. to see the cast because you go, no, 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 those people well, were, those people yeah. were on motion pictures. They were yeah. only on test. So <laughs> if, you said, if you told me Andy Griffith, <laughs> Eddie Albert. Eddie Albert. Yeah, I yeah. go, oh, Green Acres. Tr- I'm like, Chorus <laughs> Leachman. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she could be. That could be. That could and this be. This is where we get, I mean, Kevin Bacon at the time, he had done Animal House and you know, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. And then this was like, you know what? The Demon Case? Sure, sign me up. Yeah. It's only a few years until yeah. Quicksilver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one where he is a bicycle delivery person in New York, right? Yes. And there's a romance going on. And, and there's intrigue. No, no demon possession. No. <laughs> Just uh, Lawrence Fishburne, I think, is one of the other bicyclists. They, I think, That's right. I think all the, a bunch of bikers have to band together to help yeah. him at the end because he gets into intrigue as a bicycle messenger. <laughs> like somebody saw somebody saw a bit on the local news about bicycle messengers yeah. are the hottest thing going in yeah. New York right now. And they're like, you know what? We could make a movie about that. Like, like what, if a, bicycle, exactly what, what if a bicycle messenger like took something and he witnessed a crime and he's like Hitchcock on a bicycle. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> did, did you get the guy from Footloose? Whoa. Your budget just yeah. went to 10 million, bud. <laughs> and then, so like then we, we um, I was thinking about, we covered some, some movies that deal with demons. So we did demons, which is like the classic right in the middle of the eighties, 1985, Demons possess a whole theater of Italians, and I believe um, it all had to deal with a haunted movie that had not been printed in a while, and Nostradamus had something to do with it. It was one of the movies they where- go, they defile, they desecrate Nostradamus's grave, his yeah. crypt. They open it and releases demons, and, and there's a mask. It's yeah. it, it's meta. Yeah. You know, because it's a film within a film. And there's like a dirt bike and a samurai sword, and you see those at the beginning. That's, like, that's when things are just like, that's when they go the cocaine best. Yeah. It's like 1985, <laughs> and guys are just going, do we have another eight ball? <laughs> yeah? Cool. I got an idea. Ninja, sword, yeah. motorcycles are cool, yeah. movie theater. Yeah. Huh? Do this. Let's do a little more cocaine, friend. <laughs> Let's do a little more thinking powder. 
But I always tied that movie also with. Uh, That's a great movie, though. Yeah, it is. And, and I was surprised. You, I don't think you saw. I had not seen it until. I that was time. so shocked. Yeah. I thought that was one of those I'd pick, and you go, "Oh yeah, I know that yeah. movie." But I love that movie. Yeah. It's it's just so off over, over the top. top. It's yeah. just right from the get go. It's just shooting adrenaline yeah. right into your brain and going, "Don't think too much." But it, there is, I think, the whole idea of like going to a movie, watching a movie that yeah. just. It's sort of that uh, the old school like forbidden like uh, when you go back to the King in Yellow. You know, yeah. you, if you read this, you go insane. Yeah. That kind of thing. You watch this movie, and John Carpenter had um, was it cigarette burns? It was on yeah. the, the Masters of Master Horror. Excellent. Where it's like the the missing like the, the the scary film. Like if you see this movie, like you die. That's the end you, of it. Yeah, yeah, you go insane, yeah. die. Now, but, what movie I did remember from that time period. Um, was Night of the Demons, which came out '88 with the, with and it's because of Linnea Quigley in her outfit. <laughs> Linnea Quigley, by the way, Iowa native. She is. She's from Iowa. And that's about a sorority, like it's college students up the hijinks. A lot of boobs in that. Movie. Well, it's Linnea Quigley. Yeah. Um, and they go to the whole house, H U L L, and um, demons are unleashed and. Yeah. That's yeah. A, it's actually today's movie. I've got, oh. I've got the post all set up. Hey. Yeah, it was released today. Because <laughs> that's the cover I always remember for that movie. Oh, ab- absolutely. You, and you had to get that. You walk into a movie store, a rental place, and you saw that hot chick yeah. demon. And you went, yes. And, and, I mean, it's a little cheesy. It is. Oh, uh, yeah. It I mean, spawned like... So many, and they recently, in the last ten years, remade it. I I kept whenever I would go online to look it up, I kept getting directed to to the the newer one, and and I would just all indignant. I'd go, "I want the old one. I want the one with Linnea Quigley because she's naked. (laughs) She was trash in Return of the Living Dead. (laughs) I like seeing her naked when I was a kid." Then you know, but which board we mentioned that with Tony Katan, yes, the yes, other eighties exactly. bombshell, yeah, and that one was was kind of a big deal. Revisiting it, not that great, but it's still a thing. Using, the, but it has the guy with that sort of feathered blonde eighties hair, and he and he <laughs> keeps saying Ouija. Yeah, is that a Ouija board? Ouija. When you use the Ouija. <laughs> That was when she's, she goofs around with it, gets possessed yeah. by this guy. People are getting killed, which, again, goes back to the whole idea of, like, when, when you're doing a possession film, it's like you, do you, you decide, is it going to be a demon? Yeah. So are you being possessed by, like, the ranks of evil or by an individual? Yeah. I mean, is there one that you prefer? No. I, there, I, well, I mean, I've I, always preferred, like, like, if you're trying, like, a good versus evil battle. Um, there's some that are my favorite. Uh, one is where I, it's it's almost, uh, and I don't know if it would be considered a B movie except for the genre, but it's called Fallen with Denzel Washington, and and that is that is a demon that's jumping from person to person as this detective is trying to that like John Goodman. I think John, yeah. Is think. John Goodman? Yeah, because there, and there's a song. Oh, because they open with a Rolling Stone song. And they end with a Rolling Stone yes, song. Yes, but and, and often that's how you would know when yeah, somebody's been possessed. Exactly. It would start singing that song. Yes, that was one. Yeah, because that one was almost like the merging of almost yeah. like the detective. Yeah. The Time de- is on my side. Yes, 
And it's because that was, that was kind of yeah. the melding of like yeah. the police procedural yeah. with the horror movie, which, um, you know, God told me to yeah. the Larry Cohen picture. Like, is that, yeah. I mean, people are like, God told me they're yeah. possessed by something yeah. that made them kill themselves. Does that qualify? And that was one of the reasons when we were talking about it, it started with the demonic yeah. possession. And then I was, I, I was like, boy, so many of these, it's not necessarily a demon. Yeah. It's like a dead person possessing this person, making them do evil. Do so we have to go possession? Because like right there is God told me to. Yeah. A possession movie? Is that it's a sci-fi yeah. blend? It's Larry Cohen, so it's like whatever. But yeah, it's it it gets into this weird area of the one you're talking about, Denzel Washington. And that's one of like and so I and then there is a movie that I think we both mentioned before. And it's called, I mean, some people refer to it as a Lovecraft movie, and it's called Possession. It is a difficult movie to watch just because it's really about a disintegration of a family. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Is it Isabella Johnny? Or what? who is the lady? That name sounds familiar. But is she, and the question is, is she being possessed by... It's not a demon. It's not a person. It's like a squid monster is possessing her. I mean, the movie, it is hard to watch because you find this husband and wife and just disintegrated. And not, the whole time, I'm like, can't any one of you actually just try to take care of your child? <laughs> like, they're letting the child, like, live and Like, it's, it is, and then it makes no sense at the end. Like, but I bring it up because it's one of these. It where, is. Isabella Johnny. Yeah. Where it's it deals with like she is clearly being possessed or taken over by something, and it's more of an art house movie where it may be a metaphor for like I don't know, but it, it's it's I find the subject matter as they're disintegrating and yelling at each other like real husband and wives like I find it very off putting. No, and and in and in many ways I would say it sort of like. Blaming her, yeah, like like it's her fault because when you think about it, at that time, it's the early '80s. You know, marriage, like divorce, was a thing people didn't do, yeah. and it was becoming more prevalent, more yeah. more prevalent. And it's almost like the disintegration of the family. People are getting divorced. In my day, you didn't do that, and so it's going like this: family's breaking apart, and it's blaming her. It's like the woman's at fault. Like, that's how it feels to yeah. me looking back because it was one of those movies, Possession, immediately, 13-year-old yeah. Michael, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. And seeing it when I was a kid, I remember just going, again, it's one of those that you're like, this movie sucks because it's not what I thought it would yeah. be. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think most people go in, like, even when it was listed on some Lovecraftian boards, like, this is a Lovecraft movie, you go into the movie and you're like, what is, this just seems like people having psychotic meltdowns and not getting along with each other. And then all of a sudden there's like a squid monster that's in a bed in like a second apartment. Yeah. And you're like, what's going on here? And then Sam Neill, like born, like he gets born as a second. I mean, it just gets way out of control. Reminds me of a, a bit in the Simpsons where the kids go in. Like, I think Bart gets a fake ID and they all go in and they see naked lunch yeah. and they walk out and Nelson looks up and he goes, I can think of two things wrong with that title. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like possession. As a kid, I get it. As an adult, it's like, oh, this is yeah. sort of a high-minded. Yeah. We're trying to think. You know, we're more, like you said, art house. Not we're not going yeah. great. You know, it's not Evil Dead. We're just going right for the guts and the scares. We're going to kind of build this as this metaphor for yeah. the family falling apart. Yeah. But as they're doing that, you go, 
hey, you're kind of putting it all on her. Yeah. Like she's the problem. And that doesn't seem very right. Yeah, but she is having, you know, she's sexual a- relations with a squid monster. I know, <laughs> but. <laughs> and not taking care of, like the biggest thing is like, I can't believe as a parent, the one thing is foregoing taking care of your kid and just let him stay at the house and like fend for, like that. It was, uh, it's again, one of these movies where I don't know who the audience was and I'm going to leave it at that because if you're a horror fan, you go and watch this movie for a big part. You're like, why am I watching this? And if you're like someone into art house melodramas, you're like, what is with this extra blood and squid monsters? <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't, I, like a Venn diagram, I'm going to have to see, like, who was this for? And then all of a sudden you find us right in the yeah, middle. Exactly. You go, yeah, these guys would probably be into it. You know? They, they watched Ghost Keeper and the Seventh Victim several times. So, Michael, what about, we've talked about possession by dynamic possession, possession by, like, historic evil people. What are some of the movies that deal with possession where it's a demonic, demonic possession of a physical object. Funny you ask <laughs> because I just watched beyond the door for the umpteenth time recently. And that spawned two sequels have nothing to do with the original. It's just, I kind of love that when they, when they just felt like, I, I think, um, I think was it Bava well, somebody, like, after Beyond the Door, and, and I think Italians were really notorious for this in the yeah. 70s and early 80s, was he made a movie called Shock, and they ended up just going, we're going to rename this Beyond the Door yeah. 2 because Beyond the Door was so popular. And then they made Beyond the Door 3, and that was about a, a possessed train. <laughs> and then you have, like, Killdozer. Yeah. <laughs> Classic possession. Christine. I mean, yeah. I mean Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And I then, mean, yeah. But what do you, I mean, the thing is, we do we ever get into like what possessed Christine? Is yeah. Christine just evil incarnate? Yeah. And, and let me ask you this. Is that a possessed item? Or if it's just evil incarnate, sort of like the omen. Not a possession possession movie. No, I don't that, care what that, you say. That, that's an anti-Christ. Anti, yeah, the Antichrist yeah. is being born. Yeah. That's so that's a, a that's itself. Is Christine actually possessed, or is Christine just evil incarnate? Just a the, the time bandits. Yeah. That's pure evil. Yeah. You know, in the microwave. <laughs> you know? I mean, what do you think? I mean, because uh, Yeah, it's a good question because there was there was a movie that came out before that that um our uh our our good friend at Empire and <laughs> um, Charlie Band release called Crash. It's about a possessed car, but in that one it deals with a totem that is really causing the possession. So it's it is supposed to be some dynamic possession. But Christine, it's ne- even it's never answered what's actually happening with Christine. It's just it's yeah. just an evil car. Yeah, just it's like just bad car. Deathbed, the bed that eats. <laughs> but isn't that actually possessed? Yeah, it's possessed. <laughs> And just like, do you ever see and, and that movie? If we're gonna do that someday, <laughs> and again, have you you watched it, right? I, I've seen clips of it because they remade it too. This is like what? Someone's Why would remade you remake that, that. Yeah. Why would you remake that? That's just so make rude. it better. <laughs> I, there's, I don't know, man. I, I there's something about that movie, yeah. watching it, that kind of just seeps into yeah. me. It's, it's weird. I think that may be it, but there is something, there's just this quality to it that just weirds me out, and I watch it, and I've had a few people watch it. I remember my brother and brother-in-law were visiting. 
I had first heard about it listening to Patton Oswalt. And I ended up getting a copy of it. My brother and brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, huge Patton Oswalt fan, I put it on. I said, buddy, so we're playing cards out in the kitchen. And I said, I've got deathbed. He's like, really? I said, we put it on. I remember my brother just looking over Kept one, and finally he just looked at me and said, you know, what the bleep are we watching? I said, it's deathbed, the bed that eats people. And my, and my brother goes, right, this is weird. Can I take this back and yeah. watch it with dad? I just want to see dad's reaction. <laughs> I said, no. <laughs> I said, I don't know if I'll ever see another copy of this ever again. <laughs> it's a weird movie. It would be something I'll put on. Yeah. I will make you watch this someday. Yeah. So during the 80s, there was this boom in... Um, you know, gyms for the for like the seventies led jogging. Also, there's you know gyms. So anytime there's a trend, we get movies. And on the slasher side, there was a movie called Killer Workout. But yes. then on the possession side, there's a movie called Death Spa, or <laughs> The Spa is Possessed. <laughs> I I know of it. I've never seen it because that great VHS cover of like someone in a Jane Fonda album with like a skull on. <laughs> It's, Did you watch it? I've seen it. Oh. I've not rewatched it for this. Is it worth it? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, let me ask you if, if you're if you're yeah. first of all have a little sip of the yeah. little sip of happy. Cheers. Cheers. That black currant is just amazing. This yeah, this is and I like that it, it it's it's a sour. It's not overly sour. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like there are some sours nowadays. Almost seems like we're gonna make this like sour patch tart. kids yeah. and like I just kill you with sour. You're like I can have like two ounces of this. And my tongue breaks out in those weird little <laughs> sores. But this is this is something like refreshing. This is it tastes kind of tastes like you're doing good for yourself. Yeah. Like if you're Healthy. going to a spa. Yeah, <laughs> a nice not the slice of a black currant pie with a scoop of ice cream and this. <laughs> There's another one, a little dessert. Yeah, cheesecake. Yeah, no, this is this is a something you could definitely drink with dessert. This is not, and this is a, this is a type of beer where, you know, mm. I think beer drinkers, people who don't like the taste of beer, if they had this, they'd be pleasantly surprised that this is the type of beer. Hundred percent. When when Jane would she she does not like beer at all. But this type, when she had, like, I've, there have been yeah. other variations of this that she's tried. She loves this. She likes the sours and some, she gets into, like, the weird, funky yeah. wild ales, too. But, yeah, stuff like this. People drink it. They go, it's like you're not even yeah. drinking beer. And I go, yes, but it is a beer. It is a beer. It's a Berliner Weiss. <laughs> That's a 100% beer. And when somebody goes, you know, beer shouldn't have fruit, you're like, you're wrong. So, you know, because <laughs> this is a beer, and it's great. I like this. Tell Thank all you. those Trappist monks that they're wrong. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than a beer snob. God, they ruin it for the rest of us. Don't be a beer snob. Be a no. beer enthusiast. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's what we call ourselves. Ah, this is great, though. I love it. Thank you, Wild Barrel. You guys you are know, awesome. Black current, you know, black, darkness, possession. Also <laughs> wild. Wild. They're, they're wild movies. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. really are. They're, some, some of my favorite movies are... Those possession type. I mean, the, the Exorcist is one of my favorite movies, but I like these. Now, let, let me ask you when you talk about because you're okay, slashers, you're not the big, they were never your jam. No, there are certain, I'm like the whole genre, but I, I'm not. But at the same time, you know, Halloween, 
Halloween's a classic movie. Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street. Like the I original one, Nightmare. Yeah, the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Awesome. Um, yeah, Friday the 13th never got their hooks in no. me. I've seen them, but I don't go back. Yeah. But, and there are some slashers I do yeah. like, but zombie movies. Yeah. We talked about those, yeah. You're a huge fan yeah. of them. Yeah, like them. Do you like the possession genre? So it's interesting where... You know, I, when I was going through a list, like, oh, I have, I've watched a lot of them and some I really enjoy. And, and it's interesting enough where um, I was going back and looking, you know, typically the era that we come cover. But then I was realized, like, most of the ones I like are post the era that we talk about. And so, for example, like Fallen, I really like that movie. And then recently, um, the Insidious movies, particularly the first two, I really really like um, conjuring conjuring paranormal activity the very first one i find it a very chilling found footage movie i really i i, I do I, um, I was i was rolling my eyes through that i maybe i gotta go back to it but i was i just i found i was like nope it's not a possession movie but i saw blair witch i was vis- i was working out here that summer i came out work with and it's not that's they weren't really possessed. They were just haunted. It's possessed forest. Like, I don't know. But anyway, I a saw witch. that. And, and it was like, it was in a limited release. And we yeah. saw it scared, most scared I've ever been in a theater. I was terrified. And it was a packed theater. And I remember my buddy going, you're one of the first like 10,000 people to see this movie. And I was terrified. And I remember afterwards, I was like, that's the most scared. Because again, I grew up yep. kind of country, playing in the woods. I've been lost in the woods. And what I've always found is people, when they go, ah, that movie's so dumb, it's just shaky cameras, I always find those are people like city city mice. Yeah. <laughs> it really, it was, because they've never really been in the woods, never been lost in the woods. And, and it's like, I guess, also with some of the possession movies, if people weren't really brought up in that world where it's like, you know, yeah. any kind of religion, sometimes they're just like, this is stupid, like all that stuff. And you go, oh, okay, I've been raised in that. And I yeah. think you are a little more in touch with it in that sense where you go, that's scary as hell. Yeah. Like that is a very terrifying thing to think of like a loved one being taken over by something. Yeah. And if you have no belief in anything beyond, yeah. I think those movies don't always touch you. Yeah. There is a, a movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. It came out in 2005. Saw it in the theater. So did I. That one, boy, that got its it, hooks. It has in Jennifer Carpenter in it from, uh, you might remember her from like the Dexter series. She played Dexter's sister. But... So I took Jen, and Jen, my wife, does not this like is the one. Movies. This is the uh, one. For some reason, that's the one I was going to guess. <laughs> yeah. I really was. And part of it is, at that time, we had recently bought our house, and our house has this obsolete floor plan. And we had to take a wall out and put and redo the floor in the front part of the house. So we completely had moved to the back bedroom of this house. And we lived in the, the, two, the back bedroom, and there was like a back study. The whole rest of the house was empty. But you had to walk through the rest of the house to get to the kitchen. Now, there is a time period in this movie, a timestamp. Every time it hits 333, which is, you know, half of 666, something goes wrong. And what the the night we saw that movie, we came home. Jen got up in the middle of the night. And all of a sudden, I just hear running feet and jump into the bed and grab me. Uh, what's going on? She's like, I was in the kitchen getting a glass of water, and I turned around and looked at the microwave, and it was three, 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 and I thought I heard something. 
<laughs> and that's why she will not see horror movies. She saw that and she ran through the entire house. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know anytime I wake up, like I had a period where I was waking up in that three o'clock hour yeah. because the three o'clock, that's the, that's the, the oh, inverted yeah. Trinity. Yep. That's what they call it. It's the devil's hour. It's a, and I, if there was a time and, and I was kind of, I started, I got in my own head. I just started winding it around because I, I would wake up and I would look and I go, oh, it's like, it's three, yeah. three o'clock. It's three 30. And I go, damn it. And after a while, I, I went, wait a second. This is happening regularly. Why? What's going on? And, and, and I go, no, no, no. They're going to be really annoyed if they try to possess me. I'm not going to put up with that crap. You know, but it is. That's it's If, if you have any sort of touchstone with that world, I, I think it gets its hooks in you where it, it freaks you out. It is a little scary. It's like somebody trying to break into my home, I can deal with that. I, you know, I got a baseball bat next to the bed. Take it upside your head. You know, <laughs> but if something, you know, if you can't see it, you can't feel it. Cause that, I saw that movie in the yeah. theater and that movie does. That yeah. movie can freak you yeah. out. It ends in a little, there's a little cheesy melodramatic yeah. ending to it. You're yeah. like, okay. And then, but if you, when you do the research and yeah. find out it's based on a true story yeah. of this young woman, I think in Belgium. Yeah. It was in Europe. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's terribly sad. Yeah. It is. It, but you just, but there are some just great scares. There's the yeah. faces melting yes. away. <laughs> You're going, she's oh, this- contorting her body, you know, and they Dude. had Jennifer Carpenter do that, you know? She's a very thin. Well, it's one of the ways she got the role. Yeah. Where she could twist herself, yeah. like double joint. And it's just well, so. And when her boyfriend wakes up and she's not in bed yeah. and then he looks and, and she's twisted and contorted and just staring at him blankly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that. If you're experiencing that in real life, you're going, oh, good Lord, what's going on here? And I just have to do a throw out to one of my favorite TV series, Psych, because they did a, they always would do a Halloween episode, and they did an episode about possession, and the the girl contorted herself. Turned out it was still- I don't know if I've seen that Ray Wise is, plays the, he plays, you know, from- I mean, he's in everything, but yeah, he he plays um, a reoccurring character about three times in the TV series. He plays the the minister of their church that they were when they were growing up, <laughs> and he calls Twin them Peaks. in. Yes, Twin Peaks. Yeah, it's a good, it's a funny episode because you think is there really a possession going on? It turns out now it's just a of course true murder case that they end up solving. <laughs> Have you? There's one on this list, and, I, and every year I post, like, oh, during Halloween time, I'll watch it, and it's a possession movie. Um, and it's supposed to be funny and good. Have you ever seen Jennifer's Body? Oh, I, I haven't seen the whole thing. I mean, she's got a body. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's Megan Fox, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's got a body. Possessed by a, a demon who eats other, other people. That's it, right? Yeah. Yes. And she's got, she's got the, yeah, Jennifer's Body, she, yeah. she has to eat people. She has a nerdy friend. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's also beautiful, yeah. but she's got gla- put she glasses. glasses, you know, put it's like, it's glasses like Bailey and on put ju- your hair in a ponytail. Yeah, it's like WKRP, <laughs> Bailey. When, when you really look at her, you go, holy crap, she's stunning. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know this one other movie, generally I would classify it as more of an antichrist, more of an omen, but the final scene deals with possession. And... Uh, because usually on a lot of those movies, either the Antichrist is born, like in Damien, or the, a woman's giving birth. But in this case, they're trying to do a ritual to have the devil come and actually possess someone. 
Um, do you ever see Lost Souls with, with Nona Ryder? Yeah. Okay. And then is it just uh, came across that recently? It was a long who, time who ago. Who is that? Who is that actor who is, who oh. is in it? He was. Oh, I can't think of his name. But in the last scene, because that also ends like on a downer, which is great for a horror movie. Like Winona thinks this whole time it's her that they're trying to do the ritual. It's her that they're trying to turn into the devil, let the devil possess her. And at the end, it's not her. <laughs> and there's a great scene and then close like it's a car. You generally you think when you're inside it's Ben Chaplin. Ben Chaplin, that's it. He's a good actor. You know. I can't and, really think of what I've seen. I mean, he he's got that familiar yeah. face. Yeah, I know that dude. You look look who else is in that movie. Scroll through it, see if you recognize anybody. John Hurt. It's like the goddamn <laughs> tropics down here. <laughs> Philip Baker Hall. John Deal. Wow, this is yeah. quite Brad Greenquist. Who am I missing? Elias Cotillas. I love him. You can scroll down to the very end. Some of the big characters. Alia. Hey! Hey! It's hey! <laughs> our friend Earl. I thought it was going to be Al Leong. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's in it. Al Leong was in everything. We're kind of convinced. I want to make, we want to make a movie. I talked with some friends. That, I'm like, I want to make a movie about Al Leong, that Al Leong's been in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that, like, this one, that was hard where I put it on the list, I took it off, and I put it back in, and it's just for that final scene. The rest is very much like a Damien movie. So here's a question for you. Have you ever seen The Hidden? The Hidden. It's was that based mid eighties? Was that uh, is Kyle MacLachlan? Yes, Alien, Alien Possession. It's Space Worm, but doesn't that isn't it really a worm? But it's not a worm. It, it's like an energy he, source. He, he's like an energy. Well, right? the good guy's an energy source. The, the bad guy is definitely like a yeah. slimy worm. <laughs> I love that's a, that's kind of a hidden gem. Yeah, it of, is of the eighties. It's a great sci-fi police procedural. Is it? Michael Antonkian, who's in there, who's the cop. Ankeen. <laughs> yeah, Ankeen. <laughs> but, I mean, where does that yeah. fall? I mean, I mean, what, I mean, because the one dude is more Night of the Creeps. Yes. Not, not, is, I mean, is that a possession movie? When the worm goes into you, yeah. it does take you over. That take you How over. does that work? Yeah. Like, is it taking control of you? Is that a possession? Well, see, was, see that I mean, yeah. the, the whole thing. Is, yeah. But like with the with the hidden, because it is, he's like, he's there. His is some. He sort takes of a force. Claudia Christensen. It's a it's a it's a lot. <laughs> it's a it's a light force yeah. that is taking over yeah. Kyle MacLachlan's character. Yeah. yeah, because so he, is that is that a possession movie? Yeah. That's that would be my question. Because aren't these both people like? Isn't like Kyle MacLachlan, regardless of. What it is, alien alien police officer who's chasing? Yeah, yeah it's it, it's kind of like transfers. Yeah, he's chase. I'm chasing a criminal across criminal the galaxy, yeah. and we land on this planet. I take over this yeah. car- guy. He takes over. He keeps uh, jumping, jumping, and so like Claudia Christensen, <laughs> yeah. in a red dress. Yeah, exactly. Why not? <laughs> well, the same. <laughs> That's thing. where I go. Uh, and, and is the is, I wouldn't be possessing me. <laughs> Because he does, he like possesses like fat cop yeah, guy. Exactly. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, just possessing the hot ladies. <laughs> but then, like the same thing is the Shining a possession movie? Is that how? Is that hotel? Is it haunted? It's possessing him, or pos- you know, yeah, it is. It does. It, something it, to does. Him. it possesses him. I think. So I, yeah. it's it, it is it, it can go all over. The, yeah. I mean, there are some that it's there's no question. I mean, yeah. The Exorcist, yes, Evil Dead. 
Night of the Demons. Yeah. Where, the, where <coughs> the possession is a, a pivotal plot point. Yeah. Like, you could watch The Shiny and go the whole time and not even think about possession. It's a haunted house. Just someone who's going insane or, at the same time, something that's haunted by ghosts. But a lot of those other movies, I think the core movies, I think what holds it together is like the possession by a demon or a monster is like the, one of the core parts of the plot of the movie. Well, then what about like uh, The Legend of Hell House? Yeah. See, that was, I was like, ah, that's a haunted house. Like- it, it is. It's a haunted house, but it does impact the people. Yeah. It makes people do things, yeah. you know? So, I mean, it, it, there's, they're all over. I mean, there are some that are cut and dry. Yeah. But it's, it's the zombie thing again, where, yeah. you, where you get back to, you know, the zombie thing where, eh, you're infected with something yeah. and you go kill it. It's like, no, you got to be reanimated yeah. dead. Yeah, it's the same thing where there's the slasher thing. The same thing where like some of the like we talked about two that are potential slasher movies where they generally would fall in a slasher realm, but part of making the slasher person itself was possession. You know, and I think that's the same thing when we talked about, um, like you said, zombie movies and slasher movies where you know there is some pivotal movies that you could clearly say like that's it and then you get some where they start combining different things where i mean the, the one i keep coming coming up with yeah. bringing to the table today is is that killer party yeah where it's a slasher then it goes straight into possession yeah. like very much evil dead type deal and and, and, I, and even you know like like friday the 13th yeah. starts as a slasher but then there's a point where you're going well, Oh, he's is, still alive. It's just a demon that yeah. keeps coming back. And in that case, is it the demon or is it a possessed yeah. Jason? Yeah. Is it Michael Myers possessed? You know, do we even want to go there or do we want to stick to what we know? Because again, you were saying it's, I was, fo- I watching, I kind of revisited a lot of stuff I've seen, but then you get in like looking up possession films yeah. It's the last 20 years. Yeah. Like Jennifer's body is a big yeah. one. You're, you're getting tons. Like that is still, no matter what time you're looking, those movies are all over the place. Well, well just like right now, um, just a couple months ago, was it, was it the, the last Pope's Exorcist or something like that? Yeah, the, po- yep. uh, the Pope's Exorcist. I mean, there's stuff that's coming out just like recently in the last year. They're rebooting The yeah. Exorcist with, you know, hey, which I love this pitch. And they did a TV series too with yeah, that's, Davis, right? Was she in the first season? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now, the now they're doing like the, a, a film, a, a reboot of the franchise, The Exorcist Believer or something. Well, and I don't know, but what I kind of like is like that somebody goes in and they're like, all right, I got an idea. The Exorcist. Two girls. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that looks like essentially what they did. <laughs> well, like, 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 and they like, do go, they, they said, we're going to blow yeah. off. Like, you know, we're going to go like, it's from the exorcist. We're going to skip the other, which the second, actually the, the sequel to the exorcist was God awful. Number two, what? Uh, number two, I agree with you. Legion, number three, Legion. Uh, with, uh, with um, uh, George C. Scott. George C. Scott. And the Lee J. Cobb role. That's that, good. That was good. I saw, I remember seeing that in the theater. Yeah. That one, that was a creepy movie, man. I watched it recently in the last few years. Yeah. That's that, a pretty good movie. You that, should that not is. skip that. That no. should not be. Lee J. Cobb, or I'm sorry, George C. Scott, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah. George C. Scott yeah. played Lee, Lee J. J. Cobb's <laughs> role, but he was a nice stand-in. Lee yeah. J. Cobb was dead, but he did he did a nice job. Gabriel yeah. Burns in that, right? Gabriel. Is, it, is he in it? Is he played? No, no, no. He's no, not. they brought back Jason they, Miller. They brought back Jason Miller. They brought a bunch of different people. Yeah. That was a cool movie. It had the woman crawling, the old lady crawling. It, it's on the a ceiling. super good. 
unsettling movie. Yeah. Now, and then, but then, like a, maybe a decade ago, they did, and they did several cuts of it because I don't think it worked. They did a prequel to The Exorcist, and there's several different versions you can see um, where they re-release it as another movie. It's a, it has an odd history when you look it up. I wasn't. It has one of the like. Is it the Skarsgård father who's in it? Who's yeah. an actor? Yeah, who's in Thor? I didn't. I didn't. It's when they actually he's, find he's, them. He's the father of all the handsome Scarlet Yeah, guards. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really care for it, but the original and the third one I liked. And then Repossessed <laughs> will always have a place in my heart. <laughs> I, I do kind of like, though, that Exorcist, <laughs> the beginning. Yeah. And, and you said, like, oh, in the last decade. Yeah. It was 2004. <laughs> It's almost 20 years ago. <laughs> Last two decades. No, I know, I know, but I just kind of, it was one of those things where it went, ah, I've, I've been around for a bit of time. Yeah. Because I, I, when you said it, I immediately went, that was like 20 years, years ago, ago, bro. I'm like, because I did, I saw it in the theater. So and did I. I kind of had they some high it. hopes. So did I. And then they recut it and they did another version they released. I didn't know that. Yeah, look at it. It has a really strange, where like there's a different I version of it. Damn, I wish I could re- tell you, I don't remember a damn thing, yeah. but I remember just sort of, being like cautiously optimistic yeah. because again, you're taking something that I love. So, you know, whenever you take something that I love, I'm like, ah, come on, don't yeah. just don't trash it. Yeah. And I remember going and, and leaving and going, I'm not feeling neither here nor there. It wasn't like, Ugh. it wasn't exorcist too, where you go, Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How, what, uh, who was it? Uh, Richard. Did some the people come back for Exorcist Two? Only her, sadly. Richard Burton. Oh, that's right. So, Sir no, Richard. Like, yes, yeah. Sir Richard Burton. And, like, like with the Exorcist Two, I'm just I'm I'm going like, how much did Richard Burton drink before he signed that contract? I mean, just garbage. I mean, it's that it was. It was so bad, but. It's a. It, I mean, this again. If you're going, I don't know if you have a style of horror film that is your favorite. I like the quiet kind of that. It's building tension. Like right now, it's not a possess. Well, is it? It's a slightly possession movie. But I saw this originally in 2019. It's a small miniseries on Netflix. It's French. It's dubbed in English. Um, and the reason I even watched it 2019 is that Stephen King point, this is one of the scariest things that he's seen. He, he was, it reminds me very much of my writing and it's called Marion. And Don't it's about a witch that possesses. <laughs> and I'm watching it with my daughter, Grace, because there's, a, there's a little like scary little violence, but it's just this oppression, this ominousness that keeps building where like, there's a scene where, Someone's breaking a house and she gets on the phone with the security company. The security's like, okay, I'll, I'm going to stay on the phone with you. Um, walk towards the living room and make sure the doors are locked. She's like, okay, I'm, I'm in the living room. And it doesn't dawn her, like, how does he know that the living room's right there? <laughs> and he's, the door's locked. He's like, yes. He's like, okay, turn around and make sure no one else is in this room. She's like, well, why are you saying that? She's like, you should turn around. You turn around, there's all these dark shadows, and you see a door like that half open, and then it goes, can you see me? I'm standing right 
there. And it's stuff like that where it's chilling and it builds up and then you see a face slowly come out of the shadow. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, that's the type of horror that so I Marian. like. Yes. I, I got to check that out. It's eight episodes. Um, it, it is, and it's, at first you think, uh, it's a little like YA because the, it's, the main character is a famous YA author who's also like a mess, um, who wants to stop writing these books. And the witch is not happy and starts possessing people. And she possesses this, this woman who does, is the creepiest person I've seen. And I feel bad because I'm sure like that woman is a very nice person. And I don't think they had to put a lot of makeup on this woman. <laughs> but she is like the creepiest that makes like when you see her in a scene, it's just, it's tense. And, and that's the type of horror. I do like funny, like over the top, like, you know, bloody horror. But like, I prefer that type of horror. So some of these things like The Fallen where it's constantly building up tension or like the Emily Rose where you know like you're building up to like where that demon's gonna appear oh, soon again you have the jump scares yeah, exactly but, but then you have when the priest is in his home and he, yeah. and he gets woken up yeah. and he's walking through and it's you, there's and you hear creaks and sounds like you know that the haunting think, yes the old the haunting yeah. like 1963 yeah yeah really freaks me out that's a black and white one. And yep. is it, they go is to it the house and the Roddy house. McDowell. Shirley, Shirley Jackson wrote the original yes. story. Did yes. they? Did they recently remake that for like yeah. Netflix? Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, one, I remember we saw uh, the Woman in Black. Not a possession. That but movie scared. Like you, I remember again. you and I yeah. went to that <laughs> yeah, in the exactly. theater, and we were like kind of new, being yeah. friends. No, that I own it. I love that movie because yeah. it is that slow build. It's what I'm going to share with Grace and everything and Lizzie because even Jen's like, well, that's a scary movie. I go, it is PG and it has Daniel Radcliffe. And she's like. There is no profanity. There's yeah, nothing. Exactly. But, but that movie scares. Scares you. The bejesus out of me. <laughs> it, it really does. So, but yeah, no, possession films. I, I'm like them. I was just thinking of, I was, I just had one in my yeah. head, but it, but it was because I, I like those, the Emily Rose there's there are yeah. those those ones that just like get under your yeah. skin because I, I do love the big blowout like yeah like demons demons it's, it's funny so, it's yeah great. You're out of it, it, it is it's it's like scary and it's yeah. like whoa i don't yeah. want to be in that theater i think you know it's like they are being possessed yeah. you know? but, but it's it's just so over the top but then there are the ones that just like slowly like you know, like again that that whole idea of the door like yeah. you turn and there's a door open and that door wasn't open before, especially if it's an exterior door. It's like ju- just something like that, and which they do a lot in the the Insidious universe and the Conjuring universe. Well, the con- the Conjuring is another one, yeah. like that one, which re- is a ghost story. But there's that she's possessed. That nun. That's yeah. Well, no, the Conjuring was Lily Taylor. That's, that's the, the family. That's okay. And the Conjuring. I, I think they because they're Ed and Lorraine. Well, well, they Warren. make that universe because one of the portraits is that portrait of the nun, which is. I think the demon Vathic. Yeah. And they made like appears in the conjuring two as a little bit. And then they made their own spinoff movie called the nun. And then the nun two, but the conjuring, the first one, that was, that one, that one got me. There there was so much that just freaked me the hell out. The the one thing about that is when those kids are playing hide and seek and they're playing like a market (laughs) pole, you clap your hands. And then you see those hands, that look like witch hands come out of the wardrobe and clap. And I'm like, that is not going to end well. (laughs) That stuff where I'm like, don't follow that clap sound, kid. (laughs) But then you have one, like, honestly, I think the evil dead sort of melds the two because it goes completely over the top, but there's just so much. And and I think it's because of the budget. 
Like they didn't have a budget, so they had to work with what they had. And it just builds, it's just this cheap ass, you know, Tennessee shack. And it just has all this, the woods and everything where you're just, it's just dread. And you just watch and you're going, uh, and then it, then it just fires off. It's just a rocket that goes, yes, exactly. (laughs) And it free, it's just insane. But, and then it has one of those great endings where he's going, oh, and you know, cheesy yeah. piano music. Yeah. You're like, it's a new day, and yeah. I'm so, I'm saved. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And you have the wonderful, you yeah. know, shot, tracking shot, with the, the sound. It's yeah. all this, like, cheap, you know. You just have to figure out how to do things. Yeah. They and did think, a good job on that. And I think they, you know, it lends itself to just, I, a lot of times I think when you're restrained, you're free. You're more free because you go, oh, because I do, I do think Sam Raimi made a, a shinier movie yeah. with the second Evil Dead, but I'll never, if you had, if you told me I could watch one or the other the rest of my life, I'm taking the first one. The first one was just scarier and a much better picture. I don't think sometimes having all the money makes it better. Yeah. It's just my take. And then um, he recently. It might be the last couple of years. I mean, first of all, he had that series Ash versus the Evil Dead with, you know, that was kind of tongue-in-cheek and funny and, you know. You know, I I, I, I don't think I quite finished it. Neither did I. But didn't he also give the thumbs up and allow a remake that he was said, yes, all green light. Did and, you see and that? They, they, uh, yes, and I just rewatched okay. it. Um, I mean, it's not the first one, yeah. but then they did Evil Dead Rise, which – he and Bruce Campbell both signed off on, oh. and I think both have like producing credits. Oh, I didn't see that one either. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I was Jane. Jane and I, and, and again, Jane will watch those. Sometimes she like possession yeah. stuff freaks her out. It's it. It starts that picture starts, and you go, hell yes, <laughs> I am. This is gonna be so. No, it really does. If you just watch the first ten yeah. minutes, and then power goes out, you go. I think I might have started watching one of the best horror movies I'm ever going to see. And then it just falls apart. Yeah, it's, it's just scary. not, it's not scary. And in fact, Jane turned to me at one point and she goes, this isn't scary. And, and I went, I know. She went, that, it started, it was pretty creepy. And I said, I know. <laughs> I said, you want to watch the first? No. She's like, no. She just freaks her out. Well, I mean, there's also the very unpleasant, yeah. you know, woods yeah. rape thing yeah. that, you know, is is uncomfortable, yeah. but otherwise, and also just everything. She's like, this movie freaks me out. Yeah. She doesn't like that whole. She will not watch The Exorcist. <laughs> I. She will never watch The Exorcist. I'm like, okay. And The Exorcist has one of those, um, and, and I think it's it's an urban myth, but I think it's a true urban myth because you could stop and freeze it where they put people like, oh, they put subliminal. You know, oh, demon the face. faces. But in fact, they are. They are there just for seconds. No, it's it's two frames. Yeah. What what it is, is that it was it was a makeup yeah. test. They were doing this makeup test for someone, and I think William Friedkin saw it and he was like, That's cool. Let's just put that in for like two frames. Yeah. So it would just like pop. It just yeah. pops at a few different times. One of the guys, there's an extra, and I think he ended up being arrested for being like a serial killer or something. There's something, there's there's a connection there where there's like some dude that was like doing some, and he really was, he was like a hospital worker. I think when she's in the hospital, there are some, there are some connections. They do that, but you know, you can draw those, but. For a lot, a but there was an extra in that movie, I think, who ended up oh. doing some really like, oh boy, like not cool things. <laughs> so, I mean, we're kind of winding down, yeah. I think, on this one. We're, we're having a good chat. I mean, because this is just a, 
We're just talking about, about possession movies. movies. And I mean, they're one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, I like them particularly around this time of year. Oh, absolutely. You know? And and I was just thinking if, if you told me that, you know, it's one of those yeah. Sophie's choices where, where you say, Hey, you can never watch yeah. slasher movies or possession movies ever again. I would choose to watch uh, the possession movies, I think. Interesting. I mean, I don't know yeah. about you. I mean, I, 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 I like them better than slasher movies. Because I like, because in slasher movies, it's a lot of times it's just the, the, the body count. Um, and so I like these ones because it tends to be more where, like the original Exodus, where they're building tension and creepy things happen. And because, you know, I don't know how often I'm going to have, like, face a mask intruder who's trying to, you know, massacre my entire neighborhood. But when you're sitting at home at night, late at night, and all of a sudden you hear, like, the door open in the back part of the house or the creaking of steps and no one's there and you know no one's in the house, like, stuff like that, that freaks me out. (laughs) Jason, I'm 100% with you because I think the Possession movies, like again, the, The Exorcist, they're basing it in the real world. Yeah. This is a mother. She's an actor, actress. She's dealing with a domestic situation. This is the real world, and this is besetting us. And she's trying to help her daughter. You know, the slasher thing kind of gets, it's a little over the top. Like, oh, this guy escapes from an insane asylum. Exactly. Always an insane asylum. (laughs) Makes his way back home to kill a bunch of people. You know, and it is. It's sort of, you know, it's kind of funny and laughable almost. And you go, and and I mean, even Tom Savini, when you see interviews with him, he goes, it because he was the guy. He, yeah. was, he was one of the makeup go-to guys for everything. Zombie movies, everything. He's one of the legends of the, of the craft. And and he said it just became how do we kill people? Yeah. Find new and interesting ways yeah. to like just destroy yeah. people. Whereas the possession thing, you're going, oh, this is always yeah. like a domestic. It's like our lives are being beset by something, and that's scary. That's yeah. that's terrifying. And especially if you if you've ever had an experience where you you have experienced something where you go, I either believe or I've experienced something that's, that's like a haunting. That's like, there's somebody out there, something else out there. And then you think, Oh, that thing might decide. I'm not just going to tip that glass over. I'm going to come and mess with you or mess with your people. That's a scary thing. It is a very scary thing where you, you're it's like you said, it's not somebody just kind of you know, yeah. breaking into my yeah. home. The jester face. It's like it's like, like you get up to go to yeah. the bathroom and you see, oh, that door yeah. that was closed and locked is it's open. open. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on there? Why is that happening? So, yeah, and I think I have two movies that I have not seen that I was going and researching this that I might watch during the season. One, like I said, is Jennifer's Body. Other one is, do you ever see Sinister with um, Ethan Hawke, I believe? Yeah, is that the one? Is that uh, Stephen King? Uh, no, it's a, it's. I, I think it's a demon possessing children, and he finds. Oh, they, oh. he's a right. He's he's like a Stephen King. He's a writer, and he rents out this house, and he finds a bunch of films in the attic. I think. On, and there's like I. I think that's based on a Stephen King story. Oh, okay. So you haven't seen that? No. I haven't either, I, and I want to. Yeah. Last night I was, I was like, okay, should I watch a possession movie, or I'll see if there's something new. And I started something, and then I stopped, and then I went to bed. <laughs> I thought, oh, I could have watched Jennifer's Body or Sinister, um, but the girls mm-hmm. wanted to watch something. Apparently, 
Disney Plus. I, I was wrong. I knew. Maybe Stephen King had said something. Maybe okay. I saw where Stephen King said this is like one of the scariest things. Because okay. he finds the film, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not watch it, just read like the intro and like that. So Yes, I, it's something that has come up a number of times. That's a movie I want to see. I might have to watch it on my own. I don't, you know, yeah. so it might Jen's be one not going to watch it, maybe. Like, and they, yeah, the Jane, Jane has, you know, she's she has her limits. She'll watch. She's like, I don't mind scary movies. Can't watch them after eight. <laughs> she's like, a, she's like a gremlin that way. He's like, don't let Jane watch. <laughs> like, what was it? I I was having like crazy dreams, <laughs> and I was reading this, like, you know, like uh, August Derleth yeah. book, and. <laughs> And I was like, I'm having all these like crazy, like <laughs> really freaked out dreams and stuff. I'm not sure why. And Jane just looks, starts Look, tapping this book, book and she's like, really, <laughs> really? You don't know why you're having these crazy dreams? I'm like, oh yeah. I watch, she's like, and then you watch horror stuff up until yeah, you go to sleep. <laughs> like you watch the most creeped out stuff. Why do you watch that? Well, that's what the girls want. I want to watch this. I will watch Sinister. Yeah. I, I don't know what it's on, but yeah. we'll figure it out. I'm sure. Yeah. And because last night that was, we sat down, we watched. I guess Goosebumps is now a series on Disney Plus. Oh yeah! About ten minutes into it, we watched the Werewolf one. The Werewolf one was good on Disney Plus, which is based off that, of yeah that hour long yeah it, yeah the black and white yeah this one after like ten minutes both the girls got up and left and so I just turned off and went to bed. <laughs> I I have no idea. Maybe it turns out to be a good TV series, but it definitely didn't speak to the kids, and mm. it was too teenager for me. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got other things to do. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. Um, Vice, Black Current. Another one, I, I could recommend any yeah. any of these. They will repeat them, but it's usually they're always putting out Vice. Again, Vice is the series, and then they just sort of like um, American Horror Story. It's like American Horror Story. Yeah. It's a new season. It's a, they always do but, the Vice is their series. And they do different fruits. Nice. All of them are delicious. And this is great. I've, I've had this one before. And I, it was one I, I when, it, when I went it's to delicious. get it, I said, you have the black currant. Could I get that? And they're like, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you, Wild Barrow. Thank you. I think we're about done with this one. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. This is Beer and Bees. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael. <laughs>